0: creating and holding a safe space for young people and their families. This is the I Am Life Project. In this podcast, we talk to Nicole, Matt and Anna about what inspired them to help change the lives of young people in their community. The, the, the first question really is, what is the I Am Life Project?
1: Oh, so the I Am Life Project is an initiative, <laughs> the brainchild of, of uh, the, the three of us, having obviously been in this extended period of, um, uh, of, of uh, transition, let's call it. And um, uh, as I was uh, saying earlier, my uh, three... Teenage boys um, and keeping abreast of sort of current issues and how this is affecting um, kids actually. Um, and we were having a conversation about how this is going to affect them and how on earth they're going to find going back into school, how, how they're going to integrate. Because personally, Um, I found uh, it very difficult to keep my kids motivated with their their schoolwork. And within that also, I've found great joy and relaxation in not stressing about it and then not stressing about it either. So that's been a really interesting interplay. And through talking to Coco and talking to Matt, and obviously, um, you know, there have been some real issues surrounding mental health in, in young kids lately, with a couple of very tragic um, instances in the local area. And we, were, we feel very passionately about equipping um, young, young adolescents in um, tools, so providing them very simple self care tools. To uh, sort of give them a bit of a toolkit, really, uh, so that when they go back into school, but not only that, but into life, into whatever sort of, um, yeah, you know, whatever they choose to do going on. So it's not really necessarily relating to this time, but forging forwards. You know, we've all had our own sort of uh, journeys and our own explorations in terms of uh, meditation. Uh, nutrition um, and all sorts of things in the last couple of years, I think for all three of us. So, uh, you know, through, throughout that time, we've been very much sort of talking to each other and we're all in our middle age. So we're kind of like, okay, wouldn't it be incredible if we can give kids, if they're not given that in their current sort of education system or, you know, through their own parents, the tools that we've learned now then. like well, If we learned them way back when we were teenagers, perhaps we wouldn't, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't look back in hindsight and regret things, but let's do this now. You know, we're born for our time. We're, we're looking at a new generation of kids now that are going to be carrying this planet forward. So it's a very different um, world now, I think, even you know, going back into sort of normality if there's such a thing. So that's really in a sort of quite convoluted way what the iron project is about i mean given
0: this time has been a time for of reflection um is that part of the process for you is doing something like this
1: for me personally or for anybody yeah so for me personally totally absolutely 100 percent like last three months i've gone right down deep into the reasons, perhaps, why, why I'm here. Sort of, I suppose I could call it like an existential crisis. <laughs> and really kind of, you know, I, I've been teaching yoga uh, for 10 years now and really kind of gathering in all of my own uh, resources and thinking, how can I use those? How can I use these? How can I utilize everything that I've learned so far to step forward and help? like really make a difference, really help, even if it's just one person, if it's just one, one kid, um, even if it's just my own my own children, um, enough sort of, you know, running around now like a headless chicken, trying to make ends meet. I think now it's a time for getting your head down and really starting to focus on, um, uh, yeah, that like this is the time to restructure refocus and use the energy that we've that we've gathered um to put the project into into full swing
2: i think as well with the with the i'm life project certainly for you know like anna's just said brilliantly it's We wanted to just, we just would, we really were reflecting on how difficult it will be to integrate back in because I think there's been a lot of talk about how it's difficult for us as parents, how it's difficult for us as business. You know, I personally own more than one business and I'm a single parent to two children who are at school and it is stressful and they're probably picking up on some of my stress as well. So there's that factor that comes into it and it's, you know, we were all talking about when they go back, there's all these, you know, teachers are finding it hard, parents are finding it hard, but it's just setting up a very simple support system for kids and young adults where they can be heard, they can have space held for them. Um, And actually it supports the community in the school as well because this is something we're offering free to our community. And really it will work, all three of us, um, in very different ways, Matt, Anna and I, all network with a lot of different people in our town and different areas of the community. And we know that collectively we bring a lot of people together. So we were like, why not pull in on all these, as I said, things that have helped us, resources, and actually implement them for the for the young adults as well, because it is particularly hard. The thought of not knowing whether you're going to university next year, when that's all you've probably thought about for the last year. The thought of um, suddenly thinking, actually, I want to leave school when your parents thought you were going to do A-levels. There's all these different factors that come in, and everyone's had such, such different experiences. Some of us have been able to reflect. Other people have had no space. So it's kind of we're now sort of going back out into community, and it is a different version of community. It may well get back to normal or normalish at some point, but this is a sensitive time, and I think I'm feeling that as an adult... <laughs> So I'm sure my children are feeling it and I'm sure children, young adults who are going through all sorts of challenges and changes at the moment as well and trying to manage their parents a lot of the time and situations. Um, You know, these techniques that Anna's used and Matt's really helped me sort of think more about nutrition and mental wellbeing by just being an incredibly good friend and coach in certain areas and Anna is her yoga practice is totally medicinal I have to say it's fantastic and also you know this ear acupuncture NADA protocol that she uses is unbelievable it really is magic and I've also been a yoga teacher a meditation teacher we've all got I'm a business owner I can talk to people about how to go into business how to set up um, we're also well educated, but in our own ways, so it's just bringing things together um we just felt like it was the right time to do it. We wanted to help, really, didn't we? That was the main thing. We kind of wanted to use what's helped us to help other people. I think that's the key thing, and we're better to start than young adults right now, I think yeah.
3: I agree. I think there's a lot of young adults and that's what they are. They're young and they don't have the life experience that we've had um, and that we, that we want to share, you know, Um, the world today is changing and uh, there's a a huge amount of pressure on young people to be a certain thing, to fit into a certain box. And uh, you know, we're here to support people with no judgment and let them, you know, like you, you know, be who they want to be with no expectations or judgment or you should be this or you should be that. Because I know if I, I speak for myself, I've been through that. Uh, you have to be this or you have to be that. And that's tough as a young person when you're learning who you really want to be, you know. Um, and we're here to just, through Anna's yoga and, and her modalities, you um, I'm here to really help kids, I want to say kids, young adolescents, be more themselves and facilitate that journey for them. Um, we don't know their backgrounds and we don't necessarily need to. It's really just helping them
0: be them. Would you? Would it be fair to say that a lot of these issues have been going on for quite some time and actually...
1: Yeah, the, 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 the
0: current crisis has exacerbated that and actually made us more aware of those things, perhaps.
2: Totally. 100%, right. A million yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's totally it, Giles. And it really, it, I feel, and I know, you know, my fellow co-founders here feel that this is the time that you can use this time to deal with things that weren't coming to the surface as much as they are now. This is often what happens in a crisis, isn't it? I mean it's you know it's how you deal with the crisis it's how we deal with it as people or how we can I try think to deal one with of it.
1: things I'm, one of the things i'm most excited about with the project is that we we talk a lot about holding space and like matt just said about people being able to uh, feel held um with uh, and listen to with no judgment and i think one of the most exciting things for all of us, Um, And for me is that we're offering something that means that you're not having to be tied Mm -hmm. to anything. There's no labels here. So, you know, like an education system. So far as a parent, I've never found an ideal education system for my kids. There are lots of elements from lots of different schools. that I've always thought that's quite cool. That's interesting. But then in doing that, you're having to tie yourself to this massive ethos which is almost like this big belief system. And surely now it's about time that we come into a space and a world where we no longer have to label anything. We don't have to be this or that or you know religion or anything. We can just be who we are in just a, a space of sharing and um, of openness. And uh, and truth, authenticity. Authenticity,
3: identity. truth, and love, man. Absolutely. It's
1: so simple. Yeah, it is. We have such an incredible innate ability to overcomplicate things as humans. It's Earth School. I love that. One of my friends, Mari, came up with that a couple of weeks ago. We're all here. It's Earth School. But we just have this, we, we overcomplicate things. And I think let's take things right back to simples. It's, it's, it's easy.
2: And also, loads of fun. Like literally, you can have loads of fun. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. we're all pretty intense individuals, but equally a lot we of do fun. A lot. And you know what? Creativity is, for me, allowing a bit of space to, and breathing space, mm-hmm. whatever capacity that takes on board for individuals. I'm then very creative. It lets, you know, I feel like if people get more of their own stuff, then they become who they're meant to be. And it's, and that could be a professor that needs to go and do a science degree. But it equally could be someone like Hugh who really needs to express himself. That all these things make a big difference to our planet and our society. And I think it's just like Anna says, and Matt, it's just bringing it in. But we want to bring in creative stuff for people that they can have fun with and get to express themselves a bit more it all feels quite rigid a lot of the time and that's what we want and actually the schools that we're talking to are really open to it Giles they really want to Mm. integrate as well and which has been refreshing I'll be honest um schools are really you know the way they've handled things recently and certainly locally it's been tough for them and they're really stepping up so we kind of feel like yeah we want to step up too and you know
1: And such respect to the teachers. I mean, I've had a few conversations with some of the staff at the boys' school, and my God, you know, they are incredible. They really Mm. are. And, uh, you know, that's obviously the the reason why they uh, started teaching was to be in front of young people and, and, you know, helping them. And they can't do that. You know, it's all online. They're having to sort of filter all this work and it's something that's really so far what i've I've spoken to about is going against their passion so it's um yeah massive respect to those guys
3: i think it's great that they're interested in in us helping as well you know because when you can get something like that we're offering into you know a mainstream environment i think that it would work really really well Mm. you know there's this that we're different um, the way we approach things. And uh, we are for the now, you know. Um,
0: it's just a modern way of looking at things. So we've we've discussed some of the ethos of, of, of the organisation, but what, what are the practical things that you're going to be doing?
2: Well, the, I mean, the practical things, first off, we we've, we've decided to offer up a series of four workshops, and these will start at the end of the what would be summer holidays. I mean, still are summer holidays, but for some of us, I don't know what that is. Um, a continuation of time with my children at home. But we will be offering those up and we've got some great hosts. Um, Hugh uh, from Humour Street Arts, one of them. And Anna Louise from BBC Radio Kent will be hosting another one. She does a lot of work with animals. There's another couple of people doing them. I don't know if you've heard of them, Anna and Matt from the I Life Project, but they're going to be taking them, the other two, really under their belts and really, um, I'm sure they'll talk to you a bit more about that. But at this stage, there will be breathwork, movement, nature, outdoors, creativity, NADA, acupuncture. It, it, you know, these are the main principles. And as Matt and Anna both say, and we do keep talking about Holding space, and we get asked about that. It really is just holding a community where people can come and just relax. And if that means they just come and spend forty-five minutes with us, half an hour with us, listening to someone chat about their experience, do a bit of breath work, have a cup of tea, sit. Around. If that's how it has to start out for people, then great. That's their time. It's having some time that's theirs that they can just be them and they can just relax. That's that's all we want to do right now, and we will just bring in softly, gently, these practices that have helped us and people will resonate with it or they won't. That's, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, that's where we're at. And then we'll be developing a more integrated uh, long-term plan with the schools. But, yeah. you know, this is something that we want to offer to the community for free. Um, so we will we will be looking at crowdfunding. Um, I'll let Matt talk about the land that we're interested in getting as well. So. Yeah, it's probably good if you talk about that, Matt, As actually. Yeah,
3: sure. So I was trying to think of a space that people would feel comfortable. I mean, this is something that personally I've wanted to do for quite some time. But uh, we're looking at purchasing a piece of land, raising some money to buy some land in nature. So away from traffic, away from pubs and clubs and, you know, offices, and really, giving people a chance to, to sort of switch off, you know, um, no Wi-Fi, <laughs> uh, compost toilets and stuff like that, you know, um, so you can hear the birds and uh, see wild deer and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's really the kind of work, and and the environment is it's all about the environment and all the way, you know, in nature, we're natural beings, and as soon as you go into nature. You get away from that traffic. You kind of don't realise it, but you switch off and you tune in. And the kind of the, the work that we're looking at doing, people will feel more comfortable. They'll be in tune without even knowing it. So we're trying to – that's in the future, and we're trying to get something sorted in that area. But it will be beautiful when it happens, that's for sure.
0: I'm thinking about the sort of first – Stages of lockdown, and when there was no, literally no traffic on the yeah. roads, and the skies, oh, yeah. the, the, the 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 sun came out, and the skies were blue, and yeah. you could hear nature more, and how mm-hmm. how actually that you know how a be- much of a beautiful time that was, and thinking so, what you know that inner peace that we all probably had for a little bit of time, uh, although the of the the backdrop of that was this this horrible pandemic, but actually the earth was having a breath for a while yeah for sure I mean,
3: so many people were, were scrambling to get to an open space with trees and fill the grass between you know under their feet I, mean, I lost track of the amount of people I saw walking around without shoes and socks yeah. on kids running around in the park and you know we're always too, so busy but it's given us a chance to you know hopefully reconnect um, and it's all about nature you know it, we've lost that a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I, I, I was at the park a lot of the time and my boy loves it. You know, he's two and a half, three, and he always asks me every day, you know, can we go and see the spiders and the bees? You know, he wants, he wants to go into nature. You never hear him say, daddy, can we go and go to the road and have a look at a car? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just <laughs> wants to be in the trees. He just <laughs> never <laughs>
1: Really? My
3: noise? <laughs> you know, it's it really does. It's calming. And um, I think we've all needed a little bit of that in the last couple of months.
1: And this is the whole point. It's like we know fundamentally that um, our nervous system, so yeah. the nervous system is the centre of the body. So we have the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And quite often in everyday life, we're functioning on the sympathetic, which is the doing, the fight, the flight. Now, if we've suffered any sort of uh, PTSD, most of us do suffer from some sort of trauma throughout life. Our fight and flight instinct is already slightly uh, marred. So, nature, when we step into nature, it naturally makes us move into the parasympathetic, and particularly when we focus on the breathing. And we, you know, might not necessarily uh, talk about meditation initially in the I Am Project, but when you're able to focus on your breath, that's the meditation. Stepping into uh, nature is the meditation because what that's doing to your body, the center of your body on a fundamental level is absolutely necessary for your health and your Mm well-being. And, um, you know, what we're teaching our kids from a very early age is that we're sitting for long periods of time at a desk. And what that does to your physicality is not only shorten the back line of your body, so, you know, that's why we all have really tight hamstrings and, like, shoulders and uh, necks and all the rest of it as we get older. Um, what, that, what that fundamentally does, at a very early age, like we're all born with an innate mobility and flexibility to different degrees. But as soon as we start school, and this is all we've ever known, so why would we necessarily know any different? It shortens the back line. We're told to sit for long periods of time. We're naturally, we're at our most vital anyway. You know, kids have so much energy. And then we're taught to go out and do linear sports, so we're still maintaining shortening the back line. We're not necessarily, unless we do gymnastics or dance, um, you know, really moving in a free way, and then if we are, if we do do that, or maybe I remember at school, um, at Twigs doing um, some dance sessions, and being so embarrassed, because suddenly from doing netball or hockey, you know, where it's like very competitive, and you're in teams, you're sort of told to go off and, you know, dance, and it's like, oh, bloody hell, you know, I've forgotten how to do that, so... Going back to this idea of freedom, the freedom in nature, being able to relax, being able to feed into the parasympathetic and really start to kind of shift and break down those uh, those boundaries that are possibly there. I'm not saying that, you know, all kids and all adults have that, but quite possibly because that's what society mm. has taught us. That's what we've been kind of pigeonholed into. And it's a paradigm. A paradigm, I think, that is—it's um, not serving us anymore. I think there needs to be more freedom, definitely. And nature is key to that. <laughs> That's that tumbleweeds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was going to ask. what Actually, I was going to ask. Give you my soapbox. Um obviously you're all based in Tunbridge Wells. How is, do you feel Tunbridge Wells has coped with this time? And do you think they will be open to um, projects like yours?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think certainly people have been much more open to, I think there are lots of people that are, are stepping up to help. We're not the only ones. We know that. And we're just a group of individuals who have a range of children from two up to 17 you know we've got the whole we've got preschool primary school secondary school between the three of us um and we're all passionate parents and we're all passionate business owners actually and we're all passionate about where we live so i think we're known in different areas anyway so we've been able to talk to the community about it and yeah we've it's been very receptive. People really want to get involved. So, but obviously we've still been doing our other projects in our life as well as being parents. And that comes first. So it's, it's getting this out there now. It's getting the work done and and seeing how it evolves because we really want to collaborate with the community. It's not an exclusive club or anything. It's, it's open up to the masses to get involved, but we will be guiding certainly through the initial phase of, just these four workshops and see how people receive them, really. Um, that's that's where we're at at the moment. So it has been well-received, but that's what we're doing this for. That's it, really. Get it out there.
3: I, uh, I just wanted to touch on what you said there, Giles, about how do you think Tumish Wells have, have coped. I own, I own a, a a coffee shop in, in Tumish Wells, um, and I have done for the last six and a half years. So I know Tumbridge Wells quite well and I've got a good feel on the community. And um, we've kind of been, I've been doing something a little bit different over the last three weeks um, with coffee in, I don't know if you know the forum in Tumbridge Wells. Yeah, yeah,
0: played there many times.
3: (laughs) Oh, cool. Well, it's an awesome little spot. Okay, so we've been there. And I've noticed that, People are still edging to get that they're keen to get back to a, a, what was before, mm. and I think there's there's almost a a frustra- like I feel like there's a kind of frustration, a, a, a kind of stress in the air um, of not knowing what's happening. I talk to a lot of people every day, um, regular customers and new customers, and I I, I, I do worry that going forward. People are gonna. I mean, we don't know what what what's going to happen, right? We don't really know what's going to happen, um, but I do feel that there's stress on the roads. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of road rage. There's, yeah, people there, are driving fast. There really fast. is. Yeah, it's um, and <laughs> you know, this, what we've what we've had over the last couple of months is is you know we've been thrust into this new world. We really have, and I think this this craving to get back to normality isn't. Going to serve us, and I think that I think Tunbridge Wells is going to struggle, if I'm honest with you, a little bit. Mm. Um, so being open to something that might help a bit more, which I think people will be, uh, I, I genuinely do. Um, there's nothing bad at all that's going to come from from what we're doing, you know, it's it's a, a, a great thing, and I think Tunbridge Wells needs it, not just Tunbridge Wells, you know. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't think that Tommy's rules have dealt, have dealt like mentally. I don't think they have dealt with it very well. I think it's been a struggle. I really do. Oh, um,
2: and you yeah, could I totally and you that question. Sorry.
0: That, and you can you could argue that the country as a whole has not coped very well and has not probably yeah, been helped right. particularly with um, with messaging from from government and yes. local authority. So totally. I think yeah. I'm so we that. we you know as a and you can and you can see that by. By, by the numbers. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, as, as, a, as a country, we've not coped well.
3: It is. Uh, I think it just needs to be, it's it's not it's not a hot potato, you know. It's something that needs to be discussed, you know. Like mental health is a real issue, mm. um, especially with with young people because they turn into older people if they're lucky. And, you know, as speaking to you as a man who struggled with mental health and addiction and stuff like that, I know that, I would have craved to be listened to when I was a young boy or a young adolescent. And I think it's absolutely key that we focus on that. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, to be of service to that as a, as an adult now with a little boy, I feel it's a real calling. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I'm, I feel privileged to be in a situation where I can use, I've lived a, a very different life. I've had a lot of experience in a lot of different areas, and to be able to help one young boy or one young girl is a big, big thing. Um, yeah. And I just I hope to see that not just in Tunbridge Wells, but I hope to see that across the board. You know, we need more of that. We really do.
1: Just quickly, the vehicle of uh, you know what, what's gone down is very much uh, the anxiety and the fear, and um, what it's done is segregate. So what it's potentially done is, uh, well, it's it's segregated us and it's isolated us, you know, and and quite rightly so because we've had to do what what we've done um, in terms of uh, isolation. But, you know, for people maybe that were suffering from anxiety um, or or mental health issues previous to that, you know, and now trying to come back and what we've talked about, integrate, and reach out, I mean, like uh, Coco was saying earlier, that's sort of now stepping into uh, normality or whatever that might be for each of us. I've noticed it. I'm like, you know, if I'm around too many people now, it's it's kind of like I get tired. Um, I feel like it's a bit of a juggling act. Whereas, you know, previously we were around people all the time, you know, and out to no avail necessarily. And I think that, uh, that it's it's really important that we try to alleviate some of the fear and some of the anxiety so that we feel and we've used this, Coco and Matt and, and you, Giles, have all talked about as community, that we get that sense of community back, yeah. whatever that might look like, um, because I think that's going to be key uh, going forward. Sam, to sort of break, down perhaps the barriers of um, isolation and fear and anxiety that this has uh, uh, exacerbated. I Well, no, everything so that you've it. just
2: said, both of you, everything that you've both said is I just feel personally that we also really need to be accountable as... I'm not saying that, that most of us aren't, but we need to be accountable as adults for the amount of stress that we take on that then gets put onto other, like our kids... Because it's that as well. Yeah. Like, literally, we're all 100%. so busy thinking about ourselves. Yeah. We're so busy, like, oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, I haven't got a job. Oh, I haven't got work. Oh, I've got this. Oh, I've got that. And these poor little sponges, I don't yeah. mean to say that in a derogatory way, but do you know what I mean? They're young no, people.
3: are saying so, it as it is. You know, their that's own true.
2: stuff. Their own stuff that they're going through that is important to them. might not be, in our head, they're just, you know, they sometimes can just be our children they're people they're, <laughs> we, we all started we forget where we were back then and it's just i i just think we all need to be accountable for that and anything that we can do to help that process whether it's helping teachers other parents community whatever and actually me helping myself because when i do work like this it makes me more present it makes me think about who i am as a parent who i am as a person in the community what's important to me does, does that make sense? It, Total it sense, yeah. being much more present about what really matters. Because otherwise, what mm. happens is you get to my ripe old age and you spend a fortune on therapy, trying to sort your stuff out that you got given as a kid. It's mm. not great. It's, no. you know, let's try and alleviate some of that stress mm. on the next generation. Mm. And, you know, I, I watched a brilliant piece, a brilliant person talking on social media this morning about something, and it was just... We're creating this next generation of people. What do we want? You know, what do mm. we want for that? So, anything we can do to help that and take take our experiences and rather than, because it'd be so easy, wouldn't it, just to get back to, I mean, I'm doing it now. I'm like running around that like headless chicken. I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to do that. I've got, and then I have to catch myself. And then conversations like this bring me back in the room. And I'm like, whoa, okay, reality check. Yeah. That's and then we all awesome. end up,
3: yeah, totally. Yeah. And we end up, you know the more you surround yourself with people with that that kind of ethos is you end up holding yourself accountable to each other and that way of thinking
1: but you're so right we were laughing about this the other day weren't we because you know we, we it's such a buzzword now isn't it? it's like meditation yeah. being present yeah. and you know we were laughing exactly that because kids do that you know they get totally involved mm. in whatever they're doing to the point where then as parents you're like you know, you're not listening to me. Get your shoes on, and they don't care. They're like, what? I'm digging a mud pie and having great fun. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I don't go to school. They don't care, but we do because we mm-hmm. have other stuff to be getting on with. And then, just as Coco is saying, then in adult, in adult life, when we're really stressed and like you know, drinking loads of wine and you know having to go on really expensive yoga retreats, I don't want to do myself out. <laughs> Um, to, to, to then get back to that state of total presence mm. it's uh, it, it's comical really yeah, it's, yeah. we should laugh ourselves yeah. we do laugh but ourselves. but it's
2: also <laughs> so it's it is what i've learned personally in my is how important self-care is you know it's not used the old S-L word, self-love, but self-care is is key to everything. It's that simple. It's that simple. (laughs) If we care about ourselves, we're so much better also at caring about other people. And it's hard. And also if we're, you know, I I had a pretty pretty rough upbringing and you know what, if you're not taught self-care and you're not guided by people who understand self-care because they've had their own stuff... (laughs) I mean, it's generational stuff mm-hmm. we we can really mm-hmm. easily teach really simple self-care methods that hopefully will then start because it filters through it's like it's you know it's like the coronavirus look how quickly that spread well let's spread a bit of the good stuff that we've because you know there has been however badly or or well or whatever we measure how it's been coped with this pandemic it has taught a lot of people I know about what's important. So we just want to keep that momentum going as best we can um, without telling people what to do, really. So that's where I'm at.
0: I, had a, I heard a phrase this week and it was um, positive selfishness, which I Love think that. is really nice. It just uh, being, you know, it's okay to be, it's okay to look after yourself and think about yourselves, go for a walk and not feel bad about it. Um, do something that you know that makes you feel happy Um, but yeah positive selfishness I think that's probably a thing that we all need to do a little bit more of
2: it's really important it's so important and I always thought you know looking after everyone else is the most important thing well it is important but if I don't look after me, how on earth can I look after anyone else? You know, well, you not And
1: what happens is you end up resenting looking after people. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Burn out, And then you, you have that weird sort of dialogue with yourself and then with those that you live with or your nearest and dearest. And there's like this friction. It's horrible. It's like this kind of... Um, well, you, you end up resenting people, actually. And it just so becomes... It, resenting your kids.
2: Yeah. And it becomes so... it Like... Certainly, I mean, I know breath work recently, exploration. Anna, obviously, with her meditation and the yoga preps that she does, I'm an asthmatic, so I'm terribly attached to breath. And look what's happened recently in this awful pandemic when people literally haven't been able to get any air in their lungs. I mean, that's terrifying for anyone that's experienced anything like that. This, These are so some techniques like being creative or music or expressing yourself. Sometimes having a good shout into a pillow, you'd be surprised how good that is for the spirit and the soul. It's these little things that actually are so simple and we overcomplicate it all. You know, it's like we haven't got to go and do a, a, a all singing, all dancing production of cats or anything, but we could just maybe have a bit of a chant or something, you know, that just ignites the senses. What is, I think that's what, is what we've been doing as friends as
1: well, isn't it? Yeah, for sure.
3: What does Ram Dass say? He says, All I can do for you is work on myself and all you can do for me is work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And if everybody worked on themselves, so we wouldn't have that problem. We wouldn't have these problems. Mm-hmm. It's it is so true. I can't be a good father unless I'm working on myself.
2: And it's very hard to work on yourself when you're running a million miles an hour and you don't even know where so, you're running and what you're running how? from. Because that's where that's how we've all been prior to this very much so really do I mean do you find that Giles you've probably had time to reflect a bit more and you've had more time with the family and stuff
0: yeah absolutely I mean I mean I'm quite lucky in some respects I work from home anyway so you know it hasn't been too much of an upheaval but yeah spending more time with the family has been amazing um, and actually mm-hmm. being in, in, involved with them more on a day-to-day basis and like doing things together like I think sometimes we forget to eat together sometimes or cook together mm-hmm. or, you know, those sort of things. So making sure that we eat together in the evening and that time to discuss our days with each other. And I think talking more, we've been doing a lot more talking with each other and I think that's been been vital for all of our mental health, actually, just to be able to discuss yeah. everything with each other. And we've been really honest with our kids about what's been going on and um, and, and that's helped, you know.
2: It's honesty with children is definitely the way forward so my house it's just has to be you know mine yeah. it's yeah i'm the same same and i you know i think i speak my well, very honesty. honest
3: yeah radical
1: honesty
2: i think you know i think um certainly as far as as where we're going the the websites will be live when this is obviously out there so that's great and the workshops are a way of introducing people to who we are and what we do. Some people know us because, you know, like I say, we're, we are known in the community. We've all lived here a long time and we do things that are in the public eye. But um, it's it really is going to be a, a way of collectively bringing people together. It's exciting for us because I know Anna and Matt have been approached by a lot of people that want to work with us, that want to get involved um, from all different walks of life i mean it's very interesting and yes of course we want to help with the schools and, and help with those, you know integrating back in but it's really working with young adults and mental health and facilitating um space for them to to feel it's okay to be who they are because it really is okay to be who you are you know and it's we're so busy all of us it's so easy to get sucked back in i'm the worst advocate of of it i get sucked right in like Feel myself go all twisted and j- even if it's just we can give these these young people some time to just be outside in nature. I mean, you know, and diet and all these things that are so simple, aren't they? Self-soothing, you know, self-care, looking after your diet, your nutrition. I mean, young adults are much more open to that now than they were back in my day. In my day we were all we were having a different kind of experience to what Matt's having that fine grind on the um Forum common. We were, you know, we were part rather than it's
0: it's changing it's all changing up yeah to end on a pause now I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit and just if you can give me one sort of sentence each on what you hope to achieve in a positive (laughs) way from the I am life project we'll start with Anna Um,
1: I think my one sentence would be uh, creative self-expression so I would most like to see uh, younger people with the confidence to express themselves creatively in their own unique way. Yeah.
3: Excellent. Matt. Ah, I mean, it instantly comes to mind. Um, I, I really, the, the one thing that really drew me to working with these guys and being coming part of the I am life project was essentially to help young people open their consciousness and be more authentic. If I can achieve
0: that, job done. Awesome. Nicole?
2: I'm not good at one sentence, really. But well, <laughs> I think
0: everyone's been breaking the rules, to be honest.
2: For me, it's, it's creating um, unity and freedom in amongst young individuals and adults. And it's just, it is just creating that, more of that freedom that some of us have had a glimpse of recently and integrating it back into whatever way the world is going to evolve from here on in.
0: If you would like more information on the I Am Life Project, please email connect at theiamlifeproject.com.